Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Robert. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is. And on this particular podcast, we will be recapping The Challenge Season 35, Total Madness, Episode 8. Live and let die. Live and let die. Live and let die. Um, guys, before we get into the recap, please rate us five stars on the Apple Podcast app and write a little nice review. We really appreciate it, and we thank you for it. You can also find all of your Reality Blows needs at realityblowspodcast.com. That's right. We got a website. We got a website <laughs> that is basically just a link tree to our social media, and uh, most importantly, our Patreon, which we do two bonus episodes every single month for $5 a month, the bonus tier. So uh, sign up for that if you want. There's a whole bunch of podcasts that you guys could be listening to uh, to get your fix of Reality Blows when we're not dropping episodes, uh, which we drop them quite frequently. But um, yeah, uh, do that. Have fun. And you know what, Ash? Let's get it going. So basically what happened last week is we learned that, uh, or we relearned, excuse me, that Zach is a jerk. Tori wants her red skull. And Zach, meaning the guy who's not on the show, you know, Jenna's boyfriend. Uh, Tori wants her red skull. Nelson is a complete asshole idiot. And um, Jenna is thinking about going home. But she doesn't. Instead, she goes into purgatory and she beats Tori. You know, I'm, I'm pretty interested by the fact that they showed us this Zach and Jenna thing. Again. When it didn't have anything to do. She wasn't featured at all in this episode. I was thinking the same thing. Why I, did this, why did last week on, we, we, we never really talk about last week on that much, but this one was interesting because it opened with that scene. It made me feel as though we were going to get more of this Jenna-Zach saga. And, same. Uh, you know, I don't know any spoilers. I do know how this show and television uh, should be made. You got to keep reminding people of things that are important when it comes to the end. Storylines. So I kind of feel like either. No, I'm going to say this right now. I think Jenna might win this. What? Okay. First off, every week, every time we do a recap, <laughs> you're like, so-and-so is going to win this. I would like to remind you that maybe last week or the week before, you were like, I'm pretty sure Tori's getting a winner well, as winner's edit. Well, what I was seeing, no, I didn't say winner's edit. I never said winner's I edit. I think you said a winner's <laughs> I edit. I might have. But I, di- I didn't mean it. Um, and maybe what? I didn't understand the meaning of a winner's edit. And I didn't think about my words if I did say that. But what I'm saying is... I saw Tori, and I told this anecdote. I said that my sister watches the show right now. She yes. said that she's annoyed by Jordan and Tori. I'm saying we're seeing a lot of Tori right now, and that's either she's going to win or she's going to explode. And she exploded in a bad way. Um, and I'm seeing a lot of Jenna. We're getting a lot of Jenna. Like, there might be a reason why we're getting so much of this Jenna. I'm staying here because I'm going to win the money and yada, yada, yada. And I just want to put this out there before we get into the recap. It's giving me mixed feelings that I think Jenna might win this game because I know for a fact in IRL, in real life, for our boomer listeners, if Jenna wins, she's taking that money back to Zach and they do not break up. So that means Zach gets that money as well. And it's like, fuck, I want Jenna to win. But like, I don't want Zach to have this money that he didn't work for. In fact, he fought against. So now I'm like, I want her to win. But I'm like, do I? And I'm starting to think, is she? Gonna win. You have she to might. stop speculating on I'm who sorry. you think is going to win. You need to just strap in and enjoy the show I one do. episode at a time. I do. But I'm, every I'm, week you got a new idea. Listen, I looked at the Wikipedia as I do before we do these things to yeah. get the name of the episode. And it looks like 
that an episode called The Final Countdown is episode 10. This is episode 8. Are we only getting like 11 episodes with a reunion? Or is it going to be a double episode? Are we going to get 12 episodes? That's a short order. That is short. Um, And maybe it had something to do with pandemics or whatever. But I don't think so. I don't know. If you're calling an episode The Final Countdown, that has to be the ultimate or penultimate episode of a show. It has to be, I think. Anyway, we're close. This is eight. So it's like, what the hell is going on here? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong about everything. I think you might be wrong about every single thing. You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to sit back, relax, and let you uh, run through this recap. Well, what I was going to say is after we go through this uh, last week on, after all this happens, and people were getting the shots of people going back into the bunker, you, Nick, said to me, you go, this is where the show kicks in. This is where the show gets good. Right. And what did you mean by that? Basically, what I meant was the I kind of felt like their last week on was setting up so much drama and like we were in it deep. There's something when these competition reality shows like um, you feel like we've had the we've passed the midway point. We're in the thick of it. It takes a while for reality shows to kick in. You know, that first episode usually sucks unless it's like a weird you know, like Vanderpump season where like Jax gets into a car accident and the fucking, you know, it, that hasn't happened. And knock on wood that it never does. But, you know, it it things can happen on the first couple episodes. But yeah. usually we ramp up. You got to ramp up. And this show took a little time to ramp up. Mm-hmm. I remember you saying last night that this is getting a little bit. You're not enjoying this season as much. That might be towards the end. Well, that has something to do with the, you know, but your elimination. I we think can talk about that. When I was watching this this week on, I I I, I was so excited for the challenge yes. for the first couple of weeks that yes. I might have been blinded by the fact that nothing is really happening of interest. But last week and maybe the week before, really with the Jenna shit and and it's it's and the di- Kayla and the Kayla stuff. It's kind of dirty to say this dog. But like that got that got me into this show, the the drama, yeah, the total drama, the total madness that had nothing to do with the gameplay of this show. It did draw me into the show, and then I was reminded of that in the in the last week on or or what happened last week, last week. And so like now I'm watching this thing, and I'm like, oh, <clears throat> excuse me, you're like things are about to start oh, popping. Things are about to start popping. I'm like, oh shit, we're like eight episodes in. This is the thick of the show, and so I geared up, yeah, for like a really great episode of the challenge did did they meet my expectations well we'll talk about that but they did sort of bait and switch me a little bit well something i thought was interesting is this uh, this episode starts with a kyle interview where he's letting us know who has red skulls it's d jenna and rogan and i'm like wow rogan is the only guy with a red skull and i think maybe what you're talking about nick like this uh this first half of the season kind of lacking quote-unquote drama I think it could be because there's not much happening with the guys, really. I mean, guys are doing diddly squat. It's just everything seems to everybody seems to be playing by some sort of order. Like everybody's playing by the rules. It feels like I mean, you know, Bear did do the fire extinguisher thing. But like as far as eliminations go, we just saw Jay go in three times and then we saw Rogan toss him around and so it's like there seems the guys everyone seems to be playing no one's playing dirty it doesn't feel like no one's making like no one's really blindsiding anyway and anyone in a big way we've seen some blindsides but it's like 
by people who are on opposite alliances. And I'm like, can you even count that as a blind side? Wouldn't that be the person you're in an alliance with? Like, we haven't seen a big move in, in terms of survivor speak. We haven't seen a big move on the show yet. We haven't seen one yet. I agree. I think also you're. I think what we're suffering from here, and I think what you're saying, and it kind of occurred to me while you were saying it, is that, you know, some of the issue, some of the reason why the show is amazing um, is, for me, that every single week uh, or every single season, we have storylines that sort of carry on. Yeah, that's a plus and that's a negative. Yeah, um, I know that you're you really do not like Johnny. You're not a Johnny fan at all. Is it I safe like to say Johnny. That? No, it's not safe okay. to say that. I like Johnny. I I I enjoy Johnny for what he is. I like his villainous side. Um, I you know w- w- if you guys listen to the Monday show, you know we watched Worst Cooks in America, a celebrity edition, and I was very excited to see Johnny on that show when he came out, and I was like, oh my god, I do like Johnny. My issue with Johnny is sometimes I feel like when he is running a game or he has a lot of power in the house, I just don't like the season as much, and that is, I think it just is a more boring season. Yeah, you're a little bored when he's sort of taking over. And I, I think that's a storyline of Johnny is trying to be Johnny, and we get that every single season. And then there's a West Johnny thing, and we get that most seasons. And now you have, you know, Corey trying to prove himself. We know that from being longtime fans. He's trying to be – he wants to be in that upper echelon. Yeah. You know, Nelson is kind of feels the same way, but for no reason at all, you know. God, I had a big Nelson revelation on this episode, by the way. Well, we're going to talk a lot about Nelson. We should get into this <laughs> recap, so I'll, yes. I'll, I'll finish up what I'm saying. But 20 minutes into our thoughts. Well, what I think is – the double-edged sword is the fact that these people keep coming back each and every season for the most part, you know, which I really like. I love that aspect. It's what sets it apart from other competition reality shows. What is tough about that is everybody kind of knows where everybody stands. Mm, the pecking order the, has been established. The pecking order is established, but also the lines of demarcation, yeah. the alliances have been pretty much established. When Nelson and Corey are in our house, you know Nelson and Corey are going to work together. You know right. Nelson and Corey are probably not going to work with whoever Johnny Bananas is working with, right? right? So there's no need to find that out, you know? And we even if we are talking about it on the show, people are like, well, that's been established. We don't have to spend time, TV time, talking about that. Um, you know, Johnny, I mean, the big revelation here, and that, that, that was sort of the big sort of uh, craziness on this season, is that Wes and Johnny are working together, and they kind of dropped that the first episode. Yeah. And since then, it's like we know Jenna and Kayla are buddies. Like Always. So it's like you don't Jayla. have people being like, I'm working with you. Let's do this. We saw a little bit of that on this episode, which I think was interesting, which we'll talk about. But for the most part, there is no strategy talk. We saw Swaggy and uh, Wes talking last episode. That about, was like, a no nice one knows we're friends. I loved that moment. I loved that moment too. That's what I want more of. Yes. But even that, they had to stage something. Yeah. Because they had already established this off the show. And they're like, well, let's talk about it on camera so we can make that a storyline as well. Wes probably was like, let's get together and let's do this because like, we need them to, the TV audience to know what's going on to make it more enjoyable for them. On a show with all newbies, yeah. all that happens on camera. There is no calls before the show. So you right. get to be like, oh shit, somebody pulled somebody 
you know, to the side and now they're working together Yeah, and you get to see the inner workings of it. And I think for a huge sort of competition reality fans like you and I are, we want to see that moment. Um, and we don't see it. It's just like, Oh yeah, Jenna and Kayla are working together. So like, that's probably what's going to happen this season. You want to see invasion of the champs when, uh, the rookies are in their little like shelter thing on that Island and they go to work to, they go do an elimination where they have to like climb over a wall and all of a sudden Tony looks at Jenna and Kayla and he's like come over here and they start working on that side against their group and then they when they go back to the group all hell breaks loose okay you guys know what I'm talking about that's where this Nelson Kayla drama started that's where Ashley's yelling at everybody I mean that's what you want to see you want to see in the middle of an elimination uh two kid Tony point and kind of like come over here and then the two girls go over there and then they become a fracture in the house yeah I want to see I want to see the moment yes. of impact rather than like, oh, okay, so they're just working together because they DM'd each other. Talking about moments uh, that could add to the storyline, something that's interesting to me is, so we have this first interview with Kyle. He's saying who has Red Skulls. He's saying that he wants Red Skull. He doesn't want to go in yet. So there's a lot of people who are playing this game of like, yeah, of course I want a Red Skull, but I don't want to go in. I don't want to face an elimination yet. Eventually I'll face an elimination. But then there are some people like uh, Jordan who are saying, Saying like I want to face an elimination ASAP because I don't want to get to the end of this uh, show and not have a red skull. I don't want this to be the very end and all of a sudden I've made it the whole way but I never went into an elimination. And what he is referencing in my mind is the island, a challenge season, where people did not get to compete in the final because they hadn't earned their place, right? And I'm specifically thinking of Dunbar being left on the beach. Now, why are they not showing us that with clips? Like, why aren't they explaining, like, part of this show uh, and, and the contestants who are playing this know that we've done this before and people have been left out. Here is a clip of literally someone being left on a, sea, on a beach shore as uh, their, their comrades go off to compete. I don't know. They don't. I mean, Johnny is on that boat. So, like, you can show Johnny. Yeah. There. You can't show anybody else. I mean, you can. But can you show we, the people that have been left behind? Are. We don't know who they are. Oh, you think that's what's going we on? We have no. I mean, they. I think treat us kind of like the audience. Like they, we started first watching, time watchers. We started watching during vendettas. You gotcha. know what I mean? So it's like this is a new show, and they're not. And also, the aspect ratio is going to be smaller. That is true. And Johnny's going to look so young. And also, there's probably like a POD song playing in the background that they don't have the rights to. Yeah. So it's like you know, there's a lot going on. And, What's POD? Uh, um, P.O.D. is a, is a band uh, uh, that was around during like 1999. My um, mind was trying to wrap around those initials standing for Puddle of Mud. And I that, could not. It is not, but that's a, a similar style. Um, yeah. Okay. So back at the bunker. So Kyle's laid this out. Okay. Once again, we're focusing on the Red Skulls. Who has them? Who doesn't? And um, now we see the gals. We see uh, Nani, Jenna, and Kayla. They're so excited. They're hopping down the hall. Jenna has come back. She has defeated Tori. Uh, we see this just very quick moment of celebration among these friends. I really enjoyed this. The celebration. Yeah, tell yeah, me I why. thought it was cool. I, I liked it because it showed me that they were really excited. And Jenna, yeah. it showed me like, oh, Jenna's not just saying this for the camera. She's like now reinvigorated. Right. 
Then we get um, a little interview from Jordan, and he's like saying, "Like, okay, guys, everything's changed. Tori's out of the house. It's no more Mr. Nice Jordan, okay? I don't have to worry about what I say. I don't have to worry about messing up someone else's game. I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to get an elimination as quick as possible so I can figure out if I'm supposed to be here or not. And then we get an interview with Johnny, who wants Jordan out. Johnny's basically saying, hey, you can't let this guy get to the end. He will win. Yeah. I want him out. He's a threat. It's the ultimate compliment, but you just really never want to hear that. And and I'll tell you what. It's the ultimate compliment, and it's like, we got to get this guy out. And you go, wow, Jordan's gameplay. That's incredible. Um, well, I kind of feel like part of your gameplay needs to be a social game. And I feel like they wouldn't be saying that if Jordan had a better social game. That's interesting because of the next shot is Wes and D talking. And D's basically saying, now that Tori's gone, I think people are going to realize they don't actually like Jordan. They just yeah. like Tori. Yeah. And that's when you said to me, Jordan has a bad social game. He's got a bad social game. And yeah, I mean, I said what I said. And I, I said meant what I said. It, and I meant it. So, um, I mean, he's an incredible athlete. And he's uh, seems so to, smart. You know, but the problem is like people don't like him. And in, in a game where people have to like, keep their name out of your your name out of their mouths in order for you to stay in the show like that ain't good dog like, he doesn't seem to make friends you gotta make <laughs> friends you have to have i mean this game it's social political and athletic and uh he's got one out of the two i think really i don't even know if his politic game is good does he make good alliances i mean he got a fiance out of it he I got mean, a fiance the ultimate alliance i feel like him and nani are always kind of working together in some yeah, way yes but nani would toss him under the bus if need be so sarah ah. rice okay well she's never gonna be eight on the show years again. ago yeah. um then we see kayla and bear kissing they're on the couch they're canoodling they like each other you know kayla's like oh my goodness thank god bear is here he's taking the edge off this bunker like i feel like i'm having fun he makes me laugh uh bear has got he's got stars in his eyes he keeps calling it the bunker of love he's saying to kayla like you know i love you she's like zap it they're just looking cute young puppy dog love this is so different nick i know that you were like from the beginning of this season i guess until right now who knows? You've been like, this is all of this has been a staged plot by Bear to create a storyline. That's been your thing. I don't believe you because I feel like Bear has had romances on the show before, aka Georgia, which, you know, uh, went over two seasons, and Laurel, and we've never seen him act like this about anyone. This feels genuine. Why don't you believe him? Um, I think that he likes her. But I think he wouldn't give a shit if he wasn't on this show. Like, he saw her and was like, okay, that's the one. He seems like he really likes her. He didn't do this with Georgia. You know, he could have made he a had, whole storyline. He had an line. established situation going on with Georgia. He could have done a whole... He didn't. They hooked up in yeah, the house. He came nah, in there with a girlfriend. Each other. He they came in there with a girlfriend. Other. That's the storyline. Nah. He's leaving his girlfriend for Georgia. He could have blown that up. You're wrong about this. Bear a dog, yo. Yeah. He's a dog. Uh, no one's going to argue about that. But I also Dogs think... Dogs will be do led to do line, dog, dead, dog, lie. Oh, my God. That doesn't <laughs> even apply to this situation. Okay, fine. <laughs> then we see Nelson working out, and we get an interview with Nelson where he's like, I got to keep my mouth closed if I'm going to be on the show. I got to stop saying stuff. I don't know if bad Nelson's going to work out in this house, guys. I might have to go back to being a really good guy. 
Oh, my God. And then we have an interview from Kayla who's like, I'm definitely going to say Nelson's name. Um, obviously, that's what I'm going to do. Then then um, the alarm goes off. The bunker alarm goes off. And we're like, wait a minute. They just came back from an elimination. We know that's the elimination alarm. What is happening? And then we learn that that's just like the leaving the bunker alarm um, because they're going to a daily. It seems to just go off. When they leave, I wonder if it goes off when they go to the bar. I want to know about this alarm, okay? I thought it was an elimination alarm. Then I saw it go off for this daily. Guys, make sure you tune into us every single week because we are going to let you know how we feel about that <laughs> alarm. I want to know what the hell is going. They have cool things here in this bunker that they're not showing us. And it, it's like, why use the bunker? Mm, how about that loofah locker, dog? <laughs> every week. I'm only seeing this. I only saw this like week two on this show. Like, can we see what's going on? Are there more loofahs? <laughs> Do they replace them? Do you only get one? Does it really lock? Do you put your name on it? Are they color coded? What's going on with the loofah locker? That brings us to the daily. It's called Decimation, and it's this ro- It's a room full of foam that you have to go in, wipe down like a, a glass window, and like look out and see these lights being flashed in a certain color order. And then you go back out of the foam room and you place these big discs in the order of the color. Um, this looks like a cool, uh, cool daily, I guess. Um, it's cool. The, I think the big thing here is that TJ lets us know it's going to be a double elimination. Double elimination. And we don't know how it's going to go down just yet. In my mind, we were going to have two eliminations, different eliminations, two, uh, you know. Two we, different dailies. Yeah. Like two different tribunals. Um, yeah. We, I assume there will be two different tribunals as well. Yeah, yeah. Letting one tribunal have, um, like, power over, you know, two eliminations seems kind of odd. And the whole deal being like, we've decided that it's going to be a double elimination for guys. I don't have enough guys to run my final. Yeah. And it's like, well, then why didn't you structure the show differently? Like, I don't get the, the change up here. Especially if next week it's not a double women's elimination. Yeah. Then I'm like, what's going on? And I feel like the challenge does this every year where it's just like, we've decided to do a purge midway through because we have too many people on this show and it's not working out the way we want it to. Like, <laughs> I, I, I like that you're using that voice for that. Well, because it's, it's to me, it's uh, it seems like poor planning. Maybe they're just rolling with the punches. The way this show ends up panning out is fucked. To 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 be truthful here. We'll get into that. But we'll I mean it's just like and it and it shouldn't have gone down this way. It's it's unfair in my opinion, but not unfair where you would complain, really. But I'm just like, man, this sucks. They could have done a better job here. But and it all starts with this announcement of the double elimination. I think that what they could have done is if they didn't want to have two dailies, right? If they're like, we don't have time to have two dailies and form two tribunals. It could have been something that was like the, um, you know, the, the, the closest times, top four times or whatever. Those people will be divided into two tribunals or something like that. Sure. I mean, we'll talk about it as we'll talk as, about it as we see it. That's when we get an interview from Maddie. And I'm like, oh, my God, Maddie's still in the house. I miss Maddie. And then Lily jumps on the table and stands in front of the television and looks at Maddie. And yeah, I'm like, get L- out of here. Lily is our cat, guys, if you guys are new to our podcast. Yeah. yeah. Maddie's basically like, I got to get in there. I got to get on this tribunal. Yeah. I always find it interesting when it's like the um, opposite gender um, that's going home that day. And then one of those people are like, I got to get on that tribunal. I know. It's like, I got to make a move. I mean, honestly, dude, like if it was a girl's day, 
I wouldn't do shit in the. And that's why you'll <laughs> never be on the show, babe. That's why you'll never be. I on did the say, show. you know, what if you twist a twist an ankle while you're on. You're not some, a Nelson who's s- gonna go right. Who's gonna ride hard on a girl's day? You slip on some foam. Yeah, you know what Nisa. I mean. You tweak your MCL. You know. It's Speaking about foam accidents, this first group of people go in. Josh immediately inhales foam. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Josh running from the foam to his little discs. <laughs> Um, it was, it was like, he's not trying to like slip on it. He's running like a old woman would run from a, <laughs> uh, like a cold shower. It was a uh, uh, pretty entertaining. I just like to love the idea. We're like, uh, also, uh, you know, uh, this, this elimination or this daily where TJ's like, um, he's like, he's like, this is going to be an in- t- total. What is this called? Total, total des- madness. Total decimation. Oh, yeah. It's called decimation. Decimation. And it involves foam and colored discs. Well, today right, it was like, it's it. poisonous, noxious fumes or foam. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I don't really understand like the idea that we have to make this sound cool. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's decimation. It's foam and little shiny lights. <laughs> it's like, okay, like just be little shiny lights. We don't have to be total decimation. It is interesting that we're watching this while watching Big Brother because this is like a Big Brother this game. This is Big Brother style game. But yeah. instead it's like, but we're in hazmat suits yeah. and also a bomb might go off. Yeah. I mean, what's the idea here? Like, uh, by the way, like, what is this supposed to be? Just like, like um, poisonous fumes or something? Like, what was... I, I think, yeah, it's like the idea is that it's uh, some sort of a germ poison toxin has like been released. Like a flu? Like a flu has been released? on. Like, well, they should have changed that. Well, they, they should have changed that. I don't think they said that. They didn't wa- say that. We're reading s- into it. I don't want to see a hazmat suit on TV. All right? No more of that, please. Thank you. Challenge. Go back to calling things fast and furious. Listen, I think that this looks like a fun daily. I would like to run into a room full of foam. I think that is funny. And also, how did Josh inhale the foam? He must not have... He's a mouth breather. He must not have had masks on. Yeah, he's a mouth breather. You know how he does it. He just breathes into... Like, (gasps) you could tell he doesn't really breathe through his (laughs) nose. Hey, what's up? uh, That kid's got so much heart. No, No quitting her. Yeah, no quitting her. No, that's Josh. No quitting her. This first group, we got people working together. Corey, Maddie, and Swaggy are teamed up. Wes is working on his own. Um, you know, Josh is working on his own. Everyone's just kind of trying to figure out what's the best way to do this. And then Wes, who's working by himself, finishes first. Yes, in a very smug, smug-like way. Yeah. Um, he's like, their three brains could not outsmart my one brain. Right, right, right. And then Maddie finishes after Wes, and she says in an interview, it's time to make a move. It's time to make a move. It's I'd time like to, to make a pizza. Let's I'd do like it. to know what that move is. Um, and that's when Nick said this could be a Maddie episode. Yeah, because I was like, they're giving her a little too much here. Yeah. Um, then we have this next group of people and really the two things you, the, the important thing you need to know about this next group is that Nelson just stays in the phone room. <laughs> yeah. Like, and everybody laughs at him and, and everybody, this is like the second time that we get a little soundbite of people being like, Nelson's not very smart. Yeah. People keep being like, Nelson's kind of a dumb guy. Yeah. Uh, and earlier in the episode, Kayla had said it like yeah. N- Nelson doesn't have many, much brains or something. Like and that. like literally everybody's laughing at him, like watching him come out, like stay He's in the stuck phone in room. the phone room. He can't come out. Corey's worried about him. Somebody go check on Nelson. Johnny makes like a milk carton joke, which at the, we saw, we heard Johnny make this milk carton joke. And then Nick was, 
was like, oh my God, that's the corniest dad joke well, of the, all time. The milk carton joke is, some. hey, this guy's going to wind up on a milk carton, you know, like because he's a missing child. I mean, there are kids who are watching this show are asking their like older brothers or their parents like, hey, what does that mean? And then they're like, well, back in the day, like when, even in my lifetime, have you ever seen anybody on the back of a milk carton in your lifetime, Ashley? No. I have never seen anybody on the I back of a milk I don't even think I've carton. seen a milk carton, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what the Just fuck like- is a milk carton? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it exists. So a graphic comes up, and it's it's him on a milk carton, Nelson on a milk carton. Apparently, Ashley did a little research that there was a website on that milk carton. If you go to that website, it's actually, you can see a picture of Nelson. It says missing. Yeah, and it's like, have you seen this person? And it's a yes or no. I love an attention to detail. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Um, but yeah, it is funny to think, like, do people, how how long will the milk carton reference last? And well, like back in the day, there used to be something called milk, and <laughs> milk was in a thing. You mean oat milk? Well, kind of, except it comes from a cow. Ew. Um, I just wonder if, like, saying someone's going to be on a milk carton, that really makes you look like an old man. Yeah, that's dad joke number 658 for Johnny this season. So Nelson finally comes out. Everybody cheers. He has a plan to just copy everybody. Nelson's like, I figured it out. I'm going to copy everybody. And um, very quickly, Fessy gets it. And he's boom, boom, boom. He's got it. Boom, boom, boom. And then we learn in this, we learn in this group that uh, Melissa and Kyle are good friends. She she drops that information. She does not mention that they're working together. She says that she cares about him a lot. Are they hooking up? I want to know the same thing. Because she's talking more like she has like more of like a like a relationship with him. She says we're good friends. She right. uses that exact terminology, but she is talking about him in a caring way. That we someone- all know that boys and girls can't be friends with one another on the challenge that means that they're kissing each other somewhere Nick. i mean that's what we'll probably see right eventually on the show i don't think so i'm pretty sure he's like married or engaged does that matter with these british boys i don't think so oh my god um then in this group d is the next person to get it then in the next group we learn from kayla that she wants to uh get on the tribunal so she can save bear and when she says this she's working with uh anisa and i think nani is the other person they're going to work together to try and save bear when kayla says this i'm like why would you have to worry about saving bear like no one's going to try and not get him. Es- not established at all that they're gunning for bear at all not established at <sighs> all and this I- has been i'm going to say this right now folks this is the worst laid out episode of the show so far uh, um we'll talk about it when we do the nominations and stuff but uh yes i agree i'm i'm like why yeah it confuses me because also there's so many other people in the house uh, guys especially that people seem to have like issues with and no literally no one's had an issue with bear since like the third or second episode when he did the fire extinguisher editors thing. did a poor job of telling us why some of the stuff happened on this show <clears throat> and it's a bummer kind of because it took away from the a little bit of the enjoyment because we're coming off i was coming off such a high on last episode yeah and so uh, i I was hoping that this one was going to follow up, but I don't know. We'll talk about what happened when we see the nominations. Interesting thing that happens during this daily is that Johnny, he just is standing there and he's staring when it's his, when he's, his group is there and he's just staring and people are like, what's going on with him? Like, has he lost his mind? Why is he staring off into space? And what we realize is that Johnny can see the lights off to the side he doesn't have to go into the foam room. He can just watch the lights to the side and do it without going in the foam room. And yeah. I thought that was, you know, I 
I I actually think that it's hilarious, and I applaud Johnny for figuring that out. Yeah, it's great. I mean, he's yeah. smart. I mean, he probably somebody else probably saw those lights too and was like, "Well, they told us to go into the room, so yeah. I'm just gonna go into the room, into the foam." Yeah, not Johnny. He just figures it out, and uh, it works out for him, doesn't it? Johnny figures it out. Big T figures it out, and um, then it's over. TJ's telling us who made the tribunal, and it is going to be made up of Maddie and Wes. They clearly um, walk off. They, they clearly, like, Maddie and Wes go to chat, and it's, you know, it seems like a very easy decision for them to make. They come back. TJ says, who's going to be your third? They say Johnny Bananas. Wow. And then, like, this is, like, uh, explodes the house. Does Wes, it? Wes chose Johnny. Wes chose Johnny. This just in. They're working together. We all knew this for a long time. We did all know this, but yeah. it's still crazy. They're getting a lot of sound bites here. I mean. And and does does... T. Jake say this is sick. He does. He goes, oh, man, that's so sick. He says it's sick. <laughs> He's like, anybody else? Like, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. There's some interesting stuff here. TJ doesn't happens. know what's going on in the house. He is what I think I, is happening. Of course, but like, okay, so like later, I'm just going to spoil something. What? Later when um, Johnny and um, Wes are standing up there in purgatory yeah. and they make their choices, they both de- decline going in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so they choose people to go in. Yeah. And TJ is like, that's awesome. He doesn't go, why didn't, he didn't give him any shit for I'm, not going I'm, in. I would never talk disparagingly about TJ on the podcast. Sure, sure, of course. Um, did not like that move on yeah, his he was part. Like, he's like, all right. Like, it shows favoritism. Exactly. He's usually He gave like, shit to Swaggy. Yeah, like, he's like, come on, man. Yeah. Sack up, bro. Yeah. And you're like, and this one's just like, nah, we're not going to go in, Teej. You know that. We talked yeah. about it. He's like, hell yeah, dog. All right, who's going in? Yeah. So I didn't like that at all. I don't know. And, and like, I kind of feel like him saying, yo, that's so sick. When these two, like, chose each other, like, come on, dude. Like, have some professionalism. Don't Teach. be a fan of the show. Yeah, come on, Teach. <laughs> it's your show. Um, it's your final. It's your final. Also, I just, I, I, you know, when Wes said Banana's name, he's like, there's a name on this show that I've never said. Or but he just he's doing this like long lead up to it. And then we get like an interview from Anissa who's like, are they working together? And then we get the classic split interview with Johnny and Wes where they're like, this is us working together. It's heaven. It's hell. Like, you know, I, I, I can't tell if I love this or if this ha- has been mismanaged. <laughs> Here's the problem. I saw them on the Maury Povich show. That I is saw a them big, on Maury, and we, I saw that they actually like each other. They took a lie detector test like a year ago. We covered it on the pod. So I knew that these guys were just having some sort of a show, whatever. They don't hate each other. And I mean, of course, like, this is TV. I get it. I'm not t- being taken in that much. Like, But still, like, I don't feel like this is that exciting that that is going to, like, perk up people at home. Like, oh, my God, they're working together. Mind blown. Like, Let's get over it. Let's see some real, like, show-generated uh, drama. The best part of this is when Jordan's like, uh, these two geezers are uh, got in the tribunal. Like, Jordan's like, these guys are old. And, you know, the, the, the thing about this that bothered me is when Jordan and Wes are... I mean, not Jordan and Wes. Johnny and Wes are going to be in the tribunal, and now we learn that they're picking two people right. to go into this double elimination. I'm like... Well, they're just fucking like running the house. Like that's not fun to me to just watch these 
these people run the house and no I one know. like and stops them. Also, like the two stars of the show get the most power that any episode has had. Hmm, that's a little sus, but. I know that they didn't plan for that. They and, can't and, plan and, for it. It's know, against game it's, show rules. I get it, it is I just get it. it is just kind of like It's a, like wow. I mean I, I kind of liked it. I'm not saying I disliked it to be honest. Like I, I kinda liked it. But you know, I I think it is too much power for these guys. And I kinda like power. these guys too. Like I'm not like the haters of these people that no some one, people are. No. Um, You're definitely not. You love Wes. I, I'm a big Wes fan, and I kind of like Johnny on the show this I season. I like Johnny, too. Why do you keep saying I don't like Johnny? Do I say like I don't like Johnny on, on no, the podcast? Yeah, uh, you do <laughs> a little bit. And also, we talk about how we don't like Johnny. I, I like so Johnny. Like, um, I think I, I, I can assume that I like Johnny more than you like Johnny, right? That is true. So there you yeah. go. I, I think I appreciate Johnny more than I like him. You like players on the show more than I like players on this show. Like who? You know, you're a ride or die Ashley fan. I we do know like that. Ashley. And Ashley kind of annoys me a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, you like, uh, you're a big Kayla person. You like Bear more than me this season. Yeah. So it's like, you know, we have our differences. Yeah. I did love Nelson for seasons. I love Nelson. I loved Nelson. I love, I still loving, I still, I'll never not love Nelson. I'm out on Nelson. On dog. the count of three, say your favorite challenger of all time. Okay. On the count of three. So we'll go one, two, three, and we say it. Okay. Okay. One, two, three, Josh. Laurel. All right. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Maybe Sarah Rice. I don't know. Right. Um, let's, keep, let's keep it moving. Okay. That brings us to the bunkers. Nelson is running around talking to all the gals, being like, hey, I know that we had trouble, uh, but like, if you could also not say my name because I will, I will work with you. And it's just like funny watching him talk to Anissa, Kayla, and um, Nani, and Jenna. And he's just like, I know that I did this to you. I know that I did this to you. Anissa, I know I made you cry. Kayla, we've gotten in multiple fights. And he's just like, um, but, but if you would think about possibly not voting for me, and then like Kayla, handles this very well she's like you make good points um but it's hard to say because there's really not anyone to choose from and then that brings us to a house vote jordan starts talking in the circle but he's not in the main seat y'all main seat i'm like whoa he's not in the main seat he's gonna start talking and then he throws it to fessy i think he went rogue is that what happened i think he went rogue i think fessy was supposed to start talking and instead of that happening Jordan just jumped in and sat and started talking. Now, the now, way what's, jo what's Jordan say here? I don't really remember. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write it He's down. Like, hey, y'all, I just want to say fair fight out there. <laughs> I don't you know, know. Whatever Jordan's doing. Um, but what's interesting here is that they're voting for two people. So they do one vote and yeah, then yeah, they yeah. do another vote. And this first vote, I'll just go through it really quickly. This first vote, Fessy gets voted in. Um, and he seems to know he's going to get voted in. Like, the way he's acting when he first talks. I mean, his speech is like, all right, yo, I'm just going to tell you right now, if you, if my name gets brought up and I get thrown in there, I'm a big fucking guy, and I'm coming back, and I'm taking skulls. I might come out of there with two skulls. That's how good I am. He's basically like, I will come back, and I will come after you. Yeah, and it's just like, why is he saying all this? And then all of a sudden, everybody votes for Fessy. Yeah, everybody votes him <laughs> in, and we're like, oh, I guess he knew he was going in, and that maybe the House had been talking he's about like, that before. What is going on? You, you did a little bit of the vote count. I know you didn't get everybody, but. Yeah. Who, who votes for Fessy? Who's like our main Fessy faction? Jordan, Bear, Kyle. Um, Josh votes for Nelson. I would love to see Josh and Nelson go against each other, yeah, by the way. Great. Uh, but yeah, Fessy's voted in. And it's 
it is. Let's not, let's also talk about the fact that this voting situation, everybody goes around twice and votes for two different people. That's what I said, people. yeah. I know, but I want to talk about that for a second. I find this to be like such a rushed way to do this yeah it was odd like why why wouldn't they just do like a purge or like last two people have to go in like you know what i mean like make yeah. it a little bit more interesting like well, okay the last two people to finish like or if you finish first you have a choice to just jump in right now in purgatory or pick somebody and go in and the last person has to go in or, wow so that then, would be cool then you have somebody throwing a challenge because they want to go in or a bunch of people not and it would be kind of mixing it up like at least to make it like a purge rules style thing rather than just doubling up on like the boring part of an episode. I mean, I don't find the votes boring, but like, you know what I mean? It's just like, no, uh, I understand what you're you, saying. You know, it's like for a show that likes a lot of action, it's like instead we're just going to have two deliberations and two votes in a row. I would have appreciated. I would have liked this to go um, this way where if you made the tribunal, you were safe. And then the people with the two, the two guys who had the lowest time or like the longest time, the worst time, they were definitely going into purgatory. Yeah. And then the house, maybe the house votes one person in and the tribunal votes one person in. I don't know. I agree. It just felt, it didn't work. I mean. What was odd about it was that like you go around this first round and basically the people are saying like Fair's name, uh, Fessy's name, Fair's name. They're saying Fessy's name, Bear's name, and Nelson's name. And then so there are people who are voting for Fessy in this first round and then they vote for Nelson in the second round. So like they don't say Nelson's name. Except for Josh, who I believe is the only person who just votes Nelson twice. Wow. He's coming for him. He really is. Um, this is a funny thing in this second round, though, that was really, really special. Josh the Goat! Sorry. <laughs> was really, really special, which is that during the second round of voting, it's basically exposed that Nelson has made promises with everyone in the house. This is the best sequence in the entire show. This is the this is the sh- the, the shining star of, of, of last night's episode. Um, watching Nelson politic with everybody and just being like, dude, I just won't... I'll never say your name okay. if you never and say my name. the funniest thing, I love this, and this is why I love Nelson. He gets called out like, this is why you're going in, dog. Like, you're, you're, you literally have made, you know, uh, a deal with every single person. I believe they count seven men that he makes a deal with. Then they finally get to his best friend on the show, which is Corey, which is the only person that he actually, actually had a real alliance with. And then Corey's like, yeah, I also had a conversation with him. And everybody just laughs at like the, the how in- insane it is that he's like the seventh guy that admits. And he's like, damn, what is this guy doing to me here? Once again, that's been Corey's entire storyline. What is Nelson doing to me here? And then he, they all look at Nelson and be like, they're like laughing at him. Like, what do you think was going to happen here, dog? Like, this is an easy vote. And then he's just like, you guys don't get it. When I said I wouldn't say your name, it was for that week. I'm a week-to-week player. (laughs) (laughs) And then to me, I'm like, that is such a funny... And also, it's like, that's such a funny thing to say, right? Like, I've never heard that ever. Yeah. Not on this show, let alone any show. I'm a week-to-week player. My alliances are (laughs) week-to-week, is what he's saying. And he's like, you have to read the fine print. Yeah. Like, that's what he says yeah. in his interview. Like, He's like, you don't sign the contract without reading the fine print. And in his interview, like, later, he's like, I'm a week-to-week player. Like, he doubles yeah. down. Like, that is actually what he's been doing. That's hilarious. So funny. Because, honestly, I don't understand. Like, people keep calling him stupid. I don't know that he's stupid. I don't think he's stupid. I don't think so either. You know, I'm not sure he's smart. <laughs> 
But I don't know that he's stupid. He could be playing a different type of a game here. But this week-to-week player thing, to think that that's going to get you out of the hot seat, like, is a, such a hilarious statement to me. Um, and I would love that being true. I would love for Nelson to really be thinking about this game week to week. And he just is now like, Oh, you guys didn't realize that? Like, or you guys, you guys don't wait. So you guys aren't playing this week to week. Like you guys, your alliances, you're trying to get to the end with the same people. Oh, okay. That's a way to do it. That's a way to do it. This is such, this was the highlight for me of the entire episode. Bar none. This Um, is very And honestly, Nelson, you know, it looks like he's going in tonight. I just really, at this point, hope he's not going home. I know you're like, I'm done with Nelson. I am a little done with Nelson. You're like, come on, Nelson. I've kind of turned on Nelson. Yeah, not me, baby. I love this guy. Josh and Nelson to the end. I've always loved Nelson, but I, I, I got turned off by him last episode. Yeah, he's been despicable. This episode was a little redeeming. But last episode was really hard. Watching him yell at women has been very difficult. Oh, it's the worst. This season. Um, And I kind of realized that, like, my love for Nelson really started when there wasn't that many entertaining people on the show. And now that there's so many entertaining people on the show, um, Nelson, I mean, he's still holding his own. That's for sure. But, like, I I don't need him yelling at Anissa and Kayla and saying all those horrible things. Yeah, it's terrible. He should be ashamed of himself, and I love the guy. I hope he never goes home. Yeah. Um, he gets voted in by the house. He does get voted in. And then that brings us to a night out at a bar. A couple of things to note here. Well, one thing I'd like to note, Nick, that I don't think you noticed. Should we say, just because it might be just me because I'm talking so much. Yeah. We mentioned the vote went Fessy. Fessy's going in. Yes. And then Nelson. I just want to state that. that yeah. That, that is the factions here. It's a uh, double. Voted. And, and this is what we started talking about here, what was confusing to us. And I got lost in the Nelson sauce for a second. There is no buildup for Fessy going home. And you mentioned this also in the beginning. You were alluding to this, that, like, the pecking order is still the exact same thing. Like nobody is going against the grain here. They threw Jay in because he's a rookie. The idea that's like, yeah, sorry, Fessy, you're a rookie, so you're going in. In a game where you have to go in to get a skull and you don't want strong players going to the final because they might beat you and take your money, and Fessy looks like he would be a top. If I had to put my money on somebody here, it's going to be it's going to be Fessy. It's going to be Rogan to win this this entire game. Yeah. So, why are we letting Fessy get a skull? I don't know. It's weird. It's, it's none un- of it makes sense. It makes no sense. And 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 I think here we've now decided. I've now decided that the you have to fight to go into purgatory to get your skull is a flop. It's now a flop. Well, you you're right. It does seem like they should be blocking Fessy from getting a skull, and and make it so that he has to win a daily so he can get in the tribunal. I don't want to keep bringing up Survivor. Yes. But at the end of Survivor, you don't want to be sitting up there with somebody that could beat you. Right. Okay? Because people have to vote you in. This is similar, man. Fessy can beat you. Right. Why Why are you throwing him in? Same with Jenny. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Same with Jenny. Why did you let Jenny get it? This is a flop stipulation on this season. I like that they're going for something different. I want to see them continue. Is it? Tweak it somehow. Is it production's fault or is it the player's fault? They took a gamble. They thought that these people were going to play this game differently, and they're not. They're just putting rookies on chopping blocks. Mm-hmm. And 
I just don't really understand exactly. I mean, it's not happening every week, but it's happen- this is egregious. The ma- the male elimination, the men's elimination has been egregious. They must know how many episodes they're going to have, like how many days they're going to be there. Because the idea that Johnny and Wes have not gone in there to get their skull yet, and they want to win this show. And they're letting Fessy go in. They're letting in and get Fessy go in. They, they think that it's there's going to be. You're right. That's be, very no, weird. No, there's lots of time. I'm looking at this thing. It looks like there's three episodes left on this show. Right. You know, it's like, get your skulls, boys. Right. Seems like, the wi- seems like the women are playing this a little better than the men are, in my opinion, right? I think so. All right, it's like D went in, you know, uh, Jenny went in, like people were like tr- trying to get in. Tori, Tori was, was trying like to get actively in. actively trying to get Who's in Who's actively trying to get in there on the men? Nobody. Nobody. That Jordan. is interesting. I, Rogan now. was because he had like a... Yeah, he had a layup. Yeah. And they still threw the, the rookie on the chopping block like three yeah. times in a row, so it wasn't even the same. Yeah, you're 100% right on that. That brings us to a night out. I thought this was interesting. The first shot of this night out is Jordan eating bar food. I don't know why I found that interesting, but the fact that they're eating food that's not the usual challenge house food, it's like, that's got to be a relief. Well, he's got to pay for it. That's true. Nelson immediately picks a fight with Kyle, calling him a rat, saying, you're the reason to blame for turning everyone against me. You're a rat. You're a pussy. They keep saying pussy over and over again. Nelson is clawing at his coffin right now. Yeah. Trying to get out. He he's, wants He wants to do, he's doing anything he can to get somebody to punch him in the mouth so he could stay in this week. And they go home. Good for him, by the way. That, that Honestly, yeah, that's exactly what I would be doing. If I was Nelson and I was on the chopping block and also it looked like the whole house hates me, so it's like maybe I'll be going in every week. I would be sitting at that bar plotting like, what can I do to make somebody try and punch me or somebody else? Like, I need something here. Big fight. I mean, not a physical fight, just yelling back and forth. It Melissa, got weird. It got weird. It got weird. Seeing Kyle in like a physical altercation, what did not look right. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Kyle seemed, it does seem out of his element. Out of place a little bit. He's yeah. like too funny, fun-loving guy. Nice yeah. guy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't want to see him there. I don't want to see him pushed to the limit in that way. Melissa gets involved and is yelling at Nelson. Finally, we're getting some Melissa action this season. I mean, we know she's a firecracker from her previous seasons. Finally, we're seeing something here like that. Then we get back to the bunks. Uh, It gets resolved pretty quickly, by the way. Security gets involved. It's over. Then we're back at the bunks, and Big T is very drunk. She's having fun. I'm convinced Johnny has a crush on her. And all of a sudden, we realize her foot is dripping with blood. Dripping in blood. She's cut her foot, folks. Yeah. Big T's like goofing around. People love Big T. Here. Everybody, every time they talk about Big T, they're like, she's so funny. She's so great. And uh, the viewer, us at home, we're like, what? where is this? And finally, I feel like we got to see a little bit of it tonight. Yeah, she was like drunk, like having a good time, like saying that she's a badass now. She's like trying to throw a chair around. Everybody's laughing at her. Seems like Johnny has a little crush on Big T. Really does. Really um, seems like Johnny has a crush on Big like T. He's like enamored by her. Every time he does an interview about her, he's like, she's just so wonderful yeah, and funny yeah. and, and everything she says. Anytime you see Johnny with her, he just kind of looks at her and he's just got a, like a little glazed over eye look. He's like, oh, I like her. Yeah. Um, but she, yeah, she hops off the bunk and I don't, we don't see what happens to her foot, but it, it gets bloodied. And Johnny is like, this is probably going to need a stitch. 
Well, I love this episode. I love this because they treated it like when somebody is about to have like a heart attack on the show yeah. or like die of like heat deprivation. Um, and uh, they have her laying down her foot's up. She's like, is my foot going to be cut yeah, off? And they're, they're editing like that. But literally everybody's around her like laughing at her because she's got just like a little cut on her toe. Yeah. Like, but they're treating it. And then she's got to be taken to the hospital and she loses it that she has to go to the hospital, probably receives a stitch or two. We get her, we get to see her come back and kind of hobble in and she's a little embarrassed. Someone says we got to get fresh cotton pads and she goes, fresh cotton pads. She's like, <laughs> yeah. she's like freaking out about well, it. She kind of starts to faint a little bit because of the blood. Yeah. You can tell she kind of like she's getting, getting woozy. Um, yeah, it's it's cute. But also, like, I do feel bad for her. That brings us to Tribunal um deliberations johnny says he doesn't want to go in maddie's like first off do you guys want to go in and they're both like johnny's like no which is weird Weird. why why not we don't understand explain it to us wes is like i do under certain circumstances maybe they decide to call in bear jordan and kyle bear comes in this is so quick again i don't understand why he's there it's not explained in the interview by any of the people in the tribunal and it's not explained in the tribunal interview then kyle comes in and they just seem to harass kyle wes says you provide no value um, Kyle begs Johnny to protect him. Then Jordan comes in and Wes is like, to be clear, you're asking to go in. Is he? Did Jordan say, I want to go in? Eh, no, but then he's like, yeah, kind of. Sure, fine. It was interesting. And then Corey comes in and he bargains um, with Maddie, basically, by saying, like, I'll protect you in a girl's thing. And he's like, yeah, I'm close to the Holy Trinity. The Holy Trinity, by the way, is brought up twice here. Yeah. Once by Maddie with Bear being like, you're very close to the Holy Trinity and I'm not in it. And then um, with Corey, the Corey interview with Corey basically saying, like, I'll work with you. Like, I'm close with the Holy Trinity, but I'm also open to working with you. Right. Um, interesting that they're just being brought up so much. I find that fascinating. They are a faction. They are and a faction. It seems what they do, and I think this is nice and good gameplay from them is that they are super tight, thick as thieves. They're not going to bail on each other at all. As a matter of fact, they like sometimes throw their own games for their, their partner's sake, which I think is a great alliance to have. They seem to absorb one or two people every episode. They had Anissa working for them today, even yeah. though Nani was throwing noodles at Anissa's head the previous episode. You know, they'll get some people on their side bare, you know, but they're not necessarily in the alliance, but they just kind of work to them like in a, in a Nelson way, like in a week to week game. <laughs> um, and, fine print. Yep. Got to read the fine print. But I think it's really smart. Um, they haven't really been on the chopping block except for the Jenna thing, but that was self-induced. Yeah. And you'd think break them up you know like figure this out they're gonna run it all the way to the final and uh i don't know Uh, i think they're playing this game very smart and they're also it might they may be getting a little too hot though now that you just said that they were name checked their twice their alliance was name checked twice in this episode this is the problem with having an alliance that has a nickname yeah people bring it up this happened with jayla in Dirty 30 with Jenna and Kayla, where Cara, Maria, and um, Camilla were trying to break them up. Um, Young was that Bucks, Dirty 30 or Vendetta? Lavender Ladies. Yeah. As soon as your group has a name, notice that Bananas Group Alliance never has a name. Yeah, it does. What is it? Bananas Alliance. They do. I'm telling you, you're in Bananas Alliance. You're working with Bananas. That is sort of the name. 
I don't know. I don't know. Uh, That's I'm, saying like you're working with, you know, Corey, you're nah. working with Wes. It's never like, here's a fun nickname we can throw around. When you have a fun nickname, people want to say it. People want to say the Holy Trinity. You know what I mean? That's more fun to say than Bananas Alliance. Yeah, but it's the same thing where it's like taking a lot I of heat know. when you're in Bananas Alliance. That's too hot. Too hot to handle. Is the difference between being in someone, an individual's alliance and being in a group that has a nickname, dog? Agree with me. I agree. That takes us to a commercial. When we come back, they're doing that cool thing, that cinematic thing. And yeah. Nick is like, write this down. Write this down. They're doing that cool well, thing. Well, they're doing like the montage of the workout that's like looks cinematic. And I think it's dope. Yeah, you love that. I do love it. That brings us to Purgatory. And we learned that it's going to be pole wrestle. This is basically uh, two people have to um, just try and rip a pole out of their competitor's hands one of the classic head-to-head face-to-face physical eliminations and it seems here that both groups of eliminations are going to be the same elimination that's whack they should have flipped a coin done something because you know what do they talk about who do we did we pick i don't think we haven't picked yet but picked but yeah i mean we get a little interview from jordan being like well this sucks this is a grip elimination this is based on grip it's a grip contest it's a grip contest and for those who just listened to our recaps and are new to the show and don't watch the show whatever whatever jordan uh has one hand basically uh he one of his hands is 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 missing fingers basically yeah he doesn't have grip on one hand have grip on one hand and he's been able to persevere pretty much every single uh season uh with this if he goes in tonight this i mean really if he is just it's just done deal for him he, he he can't win this let's just go ahead and say the first so fessy and nelson come down tj is like who are we you guys going to vote for um and without you know too much uh build up here with by the way this is where where um tj asks wes and johnny do you want to go in and they're both like nah we're not going up against fessy what are you crazy and tj's like that's right that makes sense to me guys you guys are cool you guys are like the best. Wh- you fucking Sorry, I was just annoyed by that. Yeah, I was annoyed by that. He made he came after Swaggy in a way. I know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, and so then, uh, but I love TJ guys. I love TJ. Don't come at me with your TJ. We hate. love this show. We love the show. We're, we're just here to scrutinize. Yeah, that's kind of also another thing we love to do with yeah. the show. Yeah, it's great. Would you want to listen to the podcast if we were like, and then this happened, and that was a great move, and then this happened, and that was a great move? No. You might. You might. Who knows? <laughs> um. So Wes and Johnny and Maddie, they vote Jordan in. Everybody votes Jordan in. Jordan's going up against Fessy in uh, in in this in this game that is just heavily weighted. I mean, if if it was just a normal. Uh, um, elimination against Fessy. Fessy would have had an upper hand in any physical situation. He's huge. He's a Division One football he's player. He's a football <laughs> player. Like you know, Jordan is. You know, he's fit, but he's not a huge guy. He has one hand. Uh, but he only has. You know, this is a grip hand. contest. And it's a grip contest. This is ridiculous and, to me that yeah, they this would is do crazy. this. This is kind of crazy. And you could tell like everybody felt really bad about this. Yeah. And Wes and Johnny doing this is like a fucking bum ass move. So, so what's interesting here. And let's just say the other person that they vote in is who. Okay. This pisses me off. The other person they vote in is Bear. And I'm like, what is going on? Why are they let's, voting Bear Can in? we put a pin in there? Yes. Okay, so we're going to put it in the pin. Let's just talk about the Jordan thing, okay? And we'll talk about their eliminations, and then we'll move on. So Jordan and Fessy are going to go head-to-head in this elimination. And um, you get the interviews from Wes and Johnny. When they're the solo interviews in the sit-down format, the classic interview for the challenge, 
Um, Wes says, like, you know, I, I should be feeling bad about this, but really, I'm not. You know, talking about, you know, um, uh, Jordan's disability and the fact that this is what he's going in against Fessy, against this poll deal. And, and uh, you know, you kind of get a similar thing from, from Johnny. Johnny's kind of saying, like, well, the reason he's going in is because he's a really tough player and blah, blah, blah. Then you get their interviews that standing interview that they only get where they're standing talking in front of a green screen. Yeah, the split interview. You can tell those they probably did way after the fact. They did these interviews, the normal interviews, how they do. Like throughout the show, maybe when they get eliminated or when the show is over, they do their big wrap-up interview, they put it together. Then they probably decided to bring Johnny and Wes back in to do like another series of interviews together because they thought it would add to an element. Plus they have to film 90 minutes every episode. So... In that dual interview, they feel bad about this. They're like, yeah, this is, uh, even I kind of feel like this is fucked up. And it's he's a really great competitor, and we really think he's amazing. You can tell they've had some time. They've been away mm. from their show. They're not in the bunker at the moment hating uh, Jordan. They're seeing Jordan outside of the show and being like, ah, oh, Jordan's whatever. You know what I mean? They probably already did, like, some sort of a meetup afterwards to be like, sorry about that, you know, at some production thing that happens after the show you can just tell they feel guilty after the fact but when it's happening they're not really that guilty and i thought that was kind of interesting i now, didn't yeah the reason they feel so guilty is because fessy and jordan face to face and it is not really a struggle and it's kind of it's kind of feels sad it feels sad and fessy like rips his other arm rips out his arm out and there's a shoulder issue going jordan on it's, can, it's kind he, of like the J thing where you're like fuck is this another broken arm it's worse than the J thing in my opinion because jordan is like well i don't know i don't want to compare injuries i mean jay got a concussion and jordan tore like a ligament and he can barely raise his arm up to the bar it's, it's brutal. insane because fessy basically falls on him drives him to the ground falls on him how dare and his shoulders all weird it's like it sucks how this is when okay earlier in this episode when you were like you said you didn't really yeah. like the show yeah i have an issue with these eliminations i'm not watching this show to watch people get hurt I know. and have injuries they're gonna have to deal with for the rest of their life i'm not into that that's not what i i like a good physical elimination i want to see some competition i don't want to see one giant dude rip uh the guy arm the guy with one hand's arm out of his shoulder i'm yeah. not i'm not here for that why production why and so fessy wins and jordan kind of goes off and he watches bears elimination now you got bear and uh nelson going up once uh, against one another somebody calls bear a beast don't worry he's a beast i think nani says that to kayla kayla's very worried then you have nelson nelson is like really like a wolverine in these in these eliminations Nelson's a great he's great a great competitor he was not gonna go home no, uh, he, he obvious he, bear really didn't have the fight in him bear has quit in him I think, uh, you know, sorry, Josh, but I do think Bear has some quit in him. Josh? Yeah, because Josh says that girl's oh, yeah. got no quit. <laughs> yeah. I think I think Bear's got a little quit in him. I don't know if Nelson does. And so um, Nelson gets really low, uses his body weight, and basically does a push-up to kind of pull the bar away both times from Bear. Bear, out of the game. Well, either Nelson watch did did wrestling in high school i remember there being like a wrestling thing with nelson and hunter and what he's doing right here is a wrestling thing he's getting yeah. low he's getting low he knows how to use his body weight yeah he bear knows, doesn't he knows what he does bear is just he's too pretty for this you know what i mean i'm confused why bear is there i don't understand it you know so that's the big thing wait here. yeah that's the big thing there but i think what's interesting is that they could also 
pull Corey, right? Corey could also be voted in. And when we were going into this, Nick, you were like, who do you think is going to go in? And I said, if Johnny is running the tribunal, Corey's going in. Yeah. And I said, if Wes is running the tribunal, he's not. Because I think Wes and Corey are working together. And I know that Johnny's always going to say Corey's name, you know? And so Corey, and, and they have put... With the Young Bucks, with Corey, Nelson, Hunter, they loved whenever Johnny's been in power to put those two, put two of those guys up against each other. That's like, we've seen that before. We've seen Nelson have to send Hunter home and, you know, Corey get thrown in. You know, we've seen this before. This is what I was expecting. That didn't happen. But we don't get any explanation why Bear is going in. Except for the fact that Wes is bitter that Bear threw Wes in. In a previous season. I don't even remember that. And blindside- yeah. He took him out, I Wes believe. is like, yeah, you blindsided me last season. And it's like... So they're calling this a blindside. And you even have Kayla and Nani or whatever, that the, the Holy Trinity being like, they were blindsided. They blindsided Bear. Like, it seemed like they were all hanging out. Remember they did that Queer Eye thing for, yeah. for Bear and Kayla? Like, they were all hanging out, having a good time. And Wes completely blindsided Bear. We don't see any of the strategy here other than like it being West being like trying to trying to settle a vendetta. We don't know why he's thrown in. He doesn't seem like he is a factor in the game. Um, it doesn't it seems like Nelson had a good chance of taking somebody else out who might be a tougher competitor. Um, I don't know exactly what's going on here, but it's they're calling it a blindside except for the fact. This is Kayla saying they blindsided him. They blindsided him. You were fighting to keep his ass in in the daily today. You had Anissa and Nani working with you to make sure people keep Bear's name out of their mouth. And yet you're calling this a blindside. You clearly saw this coming. Where? How? We didn't Why don't see we it. see it? What's going on here? <laughs> Was there a thing going on between Wes and Bear this whole season that we just didn't see? I'm disappointed in the in the plotting of this episode. Both Fessy and Bear, we should have seen some sort of lead up to it. They didn't show us anything in the previously on that that this was the only thing that I was geared up for here was Jordan was going to have to go in probably. And I assume Nelson would too because it seems like everybody right. hates him. That was taken care of. Everybody else just seemed like they didn't pay any. We have 90 minutes, guys, on on each episode. You can pay a little bit to this. I'm sure maybe if it wasn't so apparent, you could have done it in some interviews where you would ask some people, like, what happened here? And they would have explained, and we would have been able to piece something together. It just took away from the enjoyment of the show. I would have liked to have seen the build here, and I just kind of feel like Bear went home. Okay, Jordan went home. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed in the way that it happened, but why? Why was Fessy and Bear in there? Um, why aren't they doing eliminations that are that are equal? You know, like, why are they having guys in two different weight classes do these cr- crazy physical things where then people are getting these horrible injuries i don't seems to be the luck of the draw based on the week that you're thrown in but i don't know if that's good enough um i I think that this is not something we're gonna see again like i think that this is production is going to have to reevaluate i i assume they're getting backlash it can't just be me they gotta get some backlash for this episode today i mean they they definitely should have gotten some backlash on the jay situation with rogan they got to get some backlash on the on the Jordan thing. As the well. thing that bothered me with the Jay and Rogan thing was that all the backlash I saw was against Rogan, and it's like, but 
It's not okay. It's really not his fault. Rogan's a dick. I get it. But he's trying to win a million dollars. He's trying to win a million dollars. Yeah, this is production's fault. That's their job to make this entertaining and safe at the same time. Um, Two things that happened during this elimination that are noteworthy was that Josh, good old sweet boy Josh, finds out that Swaggy. And Wes are working together because Josh is talking to Swaggy and he's like, I can't believe that they put Bear in. And Swaggy was like, what do you mean? Wes has been saying all day that he's going to put Bear in. He's been telling everybody he's going to put Bear in. And then Josh runs over to, I think, the Holy Trinity. And he's like, Swaggy's over there saying Wes said he was going to put Josh in, um, put Bear in all day. Did you guys hear that? And they're like, no, we didn't hear that. Swaggy's like, I I mean, I'm getting everyone's name confused. Josh is like, I think Swaggy's working with Wes. I'm going after Swaggy next week. Wow, man. Josh is going after Swaggy. Josh has figured something out, and now he's going to make a big move. And it does actually look like Swaggy and Josh get into it next week or something ah, like that. I love it. And I'm then, excited. Let's move away from the Jordan thing. I'm I, I wanna, to move it, We got to say something, though, about Jordan's thing, no, what saying, he says at the end. I'm saying on the show. I'm saying, oh. like, I, I'm glad that the show is now going to at least move away from the Jordan stuff. I want to see some storylines with some of these smaller characters now. Yeah. Like, build some stuff up for us, guys. Yeah, I just love that Josh. I love watching real-time Josh figure figure out that two people are in an alliance yeah. and then make like a declaration that he's going to go after it. This um, episode ends with Jordan doing a tearful interview where he's encouraging anyone with a disability to um, try and go for it. Even if you don't think you're going to be able to pull it off, never let fear hold you back. And I would like to take that message for everyone out there and say, Go for it. Never let fear get in your way, especially when it comes to your dreams. Very nicely said, <laughs> Ash. <laughs> what was that? All right, guys, that was the recap. Thank you got to so- cut that out. No, no that's staying in. Uh, I might only keep that. I was trying to say something positive. Guys, that was the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And, and if you want to follow us on anything, uh, do it by uh, checking out realityblowspodcast.com. Get us on Patreon, on Twitter, on Instagram, all that good stuff. Uh, you can um, also make sure to listen to our Monday episodes. We drop episodes every single Monday. We talk about what we watched that week. We talk about our lives. It's a lot of fun. Um, and uh, do us a favor and just be happy, be be healthy, um, and all. And if follow you, your dreams follow without you. fear. <laughs> and uh, as always, uh, may TJ be with you. And uh, what else? And may also production get their shit together. That was I was phoned in, Ash. That was phoned in. And may also <laughs> Kayla have a cute little pink beanie that I was like, I like that beanie. All right, that's. Bad. And may also Josh figure out what's going on because man, I love it. I'm rooting for you, Josh. And may also is that how we say this? And may also. And, and may also. All right, guys. Bye.